So what happened was <laughs> I was hunching and then I just felt something wet hit my butt. And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I, I just thought, like, was that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, did I come out of my booty or something? Okay, so. And then I turned around and it was a dog that had just licked my butt and I was disgusted. I'm glad you said you were disgusted. Um, the <laughs> I question, was confused and then disgusted. <laughs> the question is, are you as disgusted as I am just hearing that story? Probably not. I mean, it happened to me, though. So. Does it kind of having sex with dogs? Like, did I have sex with a dog? That's actually a fair question. Yeah. Hey, listeners, could you let me know if if I was having sex with a woman and her dog licked my ass, did I just have sex with a dog? I don't know. What's that? Well, it depends if you count oral sex as actual sex. And I was actually concerned with a dog licking my ass while I'm having sex. I'm gonna see yeah. what she was doing with that dog. I want to say yeah, you know prior why? to those things, and it wasn't a white girl. I'm gonna say yeah. You wanna know why? Why? Because when I talk about your ass, I'm gonna say that you had to do some of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me tell you about this nigga holiday boy. It didn't happen on purpose though. So he says, all right. So this is not my podcast. So you need to go ahead and do what you need to do. Welcome, listeners. Here in uh, Somerville, South Carolina, Link's Recording Studios, you're listening to Discussions with Tez on the Distraction Network. I'm the host with the most. Don't like to boast. Riding down the coast, riding down the coast. I-10, uh, I-10, uh, uh, riding down the coast, riding down the coast. I-10, uh, the third coast, yeah. Getting on the flow, metal to the hole, yeah. And if you ain't guessed yet... My guest today is actually an old friend of the show. Y'all know him. Y'all love him. Holiday. I mean, I don't think they love me, but it's it's holiday. Well, dogs love you. Hi, hi, yeah, we just discussed dogs love me. The dogs are that shit. Dog, that dog had yeah. to get in there. Doggy style. Is that doggy style? That's the real meaning of the doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Not much, man. So, I had you on as a guest. I'm on today. Right, because you feel strongly about the political process, particularly voting. Yes, I do. If you look at my Facebook page, I don't do anything but post voting. Oh, boy, does he. (laughs) I swear to God, man. I was like, damn, bro. Like, like, would y'all please go and vote? Yeah, my um, my thing this year, I don't know how long ago I started it, but um, until we finished voting, until the day after voting, I want to try to post every weekday about voting. Right, so go out there and vote, everybody. I mean, it's, it, it's fucking crazy now. I mean, it is. It's crazy. Cray, right. cray. And, and you know what, man? Vote as an actual American, right? Stop with this this gang shit that we fucking, that, that we we basically, we're engaging in when it, uh, when it comes to our political process because we're not really a country anymore, if you ask me. We're just a bunch of gangs who gang, don't, gang. who don't have the heart to break out the bottles and chains and go to war with each other. But you you know the the weird thing is like, so the, it's true that they say, uh, because we got had Obama as president, that's why we have Trump as president now. I can kind of agree with that. It, it's kind of true because the day Barack Obama was getting inaugurated, that was the form of the Tea Party. Tea Party form. 
Tea Party is known. It, it evolved into the Grand Old Party, which sounds Confederate as fuck. And the Grand Old Party is what infiltrated into the Republicans. So, if you ever see some of the things I put on about voting, and I just put GOP and not Republicans, GOP is different from the Republicans. So I right. say something Republicans and say not to be mistaken for GOP. You know, the Tea Party <laughs> disappointed me. You wonder why? Which one? Uh, the old one or the new one? But the one they were calling the teabaggers, man, because I was all about that shit. I it's all there. about teabagging. I mean, I went there, had the honey and all that shit, man. I was like, let's get this teabagging shit going. Gotta find out niggas are talking about politics. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, shit. Sad for you. I was like, y'all niggas need to learn how to advertise. <laughs> I mean, they got everybody interested in it. Ah, shit. I, everybody was interested. I wasn't the only disappointed nigga in the room. Yeah. So and, and just like the the old Tea like, Party, the new Tea Party, um, was caught us in the first place because what they did was um, like the old Tea Party. Yeah. They did something and blamed it on something else. Like everybody want to give them all the credit for dumping all that tea in the ocean, but they dressed up as Indians. Why? Because they want the Indians to take the blame for it. I mean, this one girl named Julia, <laughs> man, she was like, she was going to the tea bag party. I was like, I'm showing up. <sighs> you was going to the tea bag party. That's what's up. Had the honey. Had some, I, had, I even had syrup. You did, and it was like shit. You should have took it to that uh, Valentine's Day thing that we sponsored on here. Since you're the single guy, yo, shout out to um, all val- people on Valentine's Day who uh, left nasty ass things in uh, hotel rooms. <laughs> Y'all the real reason for like people have jobs, I guess. You know that the job cleaners, was, cleaners. Uh, okay, cool. All right, not for the BS. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the so I've had, I'm, I got holiday on because there's a concept in voting that I thought was actually common, commonly known. It's so common that I thought that it was on the wire. If you remember season two, seasons two and three, when um, the character Tommy Carcetti, who played by the guy who played Littlefinger in Game of Thrones, um, basically Baltimore being a predominantly black city, they always had a black mayor, or at least for the longest time, according to the show. Um, Tommy's friend was going to run against Mira Royce and Tommy saw it as an opportunity because basically two black candidates, they're going to draw votes away from each other. Right. Right. So he saw that as an opportunity to win and lo and behold, he won. Um, but I think maybe a year ago, uh, maybe one or two years ago, I was talking to one of my Facebook friends. Um, no, I wasn't talking to him. I actually made, I actually spoke about the concept on, um, a Facebook post. And I saw him later talking about the concept, and he made it sound like as if he didn't know what the concept was. So, again, and he's pretty politicized. I don't know if he's politicized as Holiday is, but he's he's up there. And when he didn't know what I was talking about, it kind of took me aback because I was like, maybe other people don't know what I'm, what I'm talking about. He was like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Like when Damn, I made a dog sound and <laughs> had oh, that story at the beginning. You fucking beat me to it too. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. Um, but yeah, so I want to discuss this because I want people to understand, you know, how this shit works, especially with this current primary and how this is actually playing out. So splitting the vote, what what is that? So basically, let's say you have three three candidates that vote for that pretty much from a t- uh, similar party and 60% of their vote the, the voters the constituency that's okay that's the thing constituents constituents the voting base 
is aligned with their party. But they're three equal candidates. So what that means is they're going to split it right down, the, well, not down the middle, but 20% each. Or 33% each? Yeah, well, the percentage may not be right, but basically you get what I'm saying, right? Right. All right, but you got one other candidate who has, let's say, 21% of the vote. The 21% of the electorate is his base. Right. He just won the election okay. because they split the election so evenly across each other that 1% that he has gives him the election. You're saying in all that's four different candidates. Yeah, four different candidates. Okay. Three from the same base, one from a different base. Right, right. right. You see another example of this, a slight example, back in the, two, was that 2000, 2004, where Ralph Nader kind of fucked everything up, well, according to people. I forgot who it was, but I don't know if it was Ralph Nader. And I know that was one time that, uh, what's that rich dude name? Ralph With the big ear? Yeah, Ralph Perot. Yeah. Fucked everything up, and I think that was the George Bush year. Or something. I don't know. No, because he ran, I think he ran the two times Clinton ran, mm-hmm. if I remember right. Because I remember the first election that I ever remember, he was running in it. That was 92 election. Okay. I think Nader was 2000. Okay, they, I think people said that he is the one that made it so close to begin with. Okay. So basically, his party, while it isn't full-on Democrat or liberal, it's, liber- it's liberal-ish. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he took a lot of votes from Gore that would have actually made it a cleaner victory for him. Yeah, that was my first year voting, and that was the year I voted for Gore, but I did I did not. I was in the Navy, so, like, yes, you can. I think in November I was out in the middle of the ocean, and I did my vote. Yeah, how does that in work? Meridian, Mississippi. I did a absentee vote. So, like, everybody votes on the ship, and y'all just send it off? So, when we did our absentee votes, we voted... Yeah... I I honestly think we voted like in August. Okay. And I think, well, that was the 2004. You're talking I, about the, the Gore, no, the Gore-Bush election was 2000. Okay, so the Gore-Bush election, that was in 2000, and I was in Meridian, Mississippi when I sent in my votes. So I think it was either August or September. August or September? Yeah. Okay. All right, so... And that's basically the gist of it. Basically, you get a candidate or two who kind of weakens the base by running concurrently with another candidate, with a a similar candidate. Right. All right. So we were talking before. And that's usually done by another party. So let's say there's a presidential election right now. Well, there is. But there is. But let's say that Donald Trump is... The president. He is. He is. And let's say that we have um, whoever we pull out of the president, well, the Democratic candidate, right? Mm -hmm. One of those 20 people, which might be somebody like Tulsi Gabbard, because she is, she has been, well, if you learn about Tulsi Gabbard, a lot of the things that the reasons why other Democrats call her the Republican spy is because every single one of her values (laughs) aligned with a Republican. And she, whenever Donald Trump came into office, she was right there on the doorstep trying to get a job from Donald Trump. She supports uh, dictator-ish presidents, uh, leaders in other countries and stuff like that. 
So the reason why I say that is because let's say we elect the Democratic candidate to go against Trump and the Republicans think that Trump will lose. It's not too far out of that realm to throw Tulsi Gabbard up there. And this is just a hypothetical situation. Don't come sue me because you ain't getting no money, Tulsi. Um, <laughs> it's it's not out the realm for them to throw a hypothetical Tulsi Gabbard up there to split the vote just enough for Trump to win. Right. So. Side note, she's coming to town in a week or two. You come to see her? No. No? Mm-mm. Better if it was Kamala, you come see her. Yes. Twice. <laughs> I have come to see her twice when she came in. That's what's up, though. Shout out to Kamala Harris. I really hope that uh, while she's been... Well, the real reason why I think she dropped out was because the shit was getting bad as far as the people handling the election funds. Mm-hmm. And I think somebody was going to go to jail. So <laughs> That bad? Yeah, it got bad. Um... Like, as soon as the story starts coming out, she came out and was like, yeah, I'm not running. Like, I got a text that said, hey, Kamala is looking for her last bit of funding from South Carolina. Like, she needs, like, $10,000 or whatever left. Um, Whatever. And then asking, basically asking for funding. That was sent. Ten minutes later, she sent out a tweet that said, hey, I'm not running. And then, <laughs> and then the number that sent me that text was disconnected. <laughs> Damn. Here's my question. Do you get the money back? Nah, when you put money in for a candidate, it's gone. I mean, in that scenario, like, she asked you, and then one minute later, she's discon- like she's not running anymore. Do you get that money back? Or is it just in ether? I think what they do is, uh, and I'm not 100% sure as far as that goes, but I think what happens is that money goes, if she stops running, whatever money she collects, it goes to the DNC. Okay. Well, I guess it goes And to- it basically helps out. Keep on pushing. I guess it goes to an average cost. That's why on the red side, everybody is like no one's collecting any uh, funding as far as uh, donations go. All like the only person that's really make get catching donations is Trump. So that's why you see all these candidates now. They're saying, "Hey, uh, vote for Trump," because they are Republicans and they ain't got no money, and Trump is funding them. Right. Okay. All right. So, but we were talking before the show and. You were giving me your feelings on the concept of splitting the vote. I was, and we should talk about that as soon as we come back from break. Oh, you need to lead us off the break. I'm not going to tell us we need to go to break. Oh, what happens, I guess? <laughs> I'm just looking at the 15 minutes. All right, well, too, uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, what he said, because he's the he boss. Because he closed it. Friday. All right, and we are back with splitting the vote. So, sorry about that. Prince got a little bit confused <laughs> because usually I'm the one that says that, but this is his podcast now. now. I didn't hear the clicking like I usually hear. Oh, okay. You didn't have the headphones on then, probably. Mm. Well, it's not my fault. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, so back with the concept of splitting the vote, and you're gonna tell us how you feel about the concept. I hate it. The end. All right, let's back up, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> I just I just talked about him being, being vague like that. 
<laughs> nah, so the the here's the way I see you splitting the vote. It is it should not be allowed to be done. It's like the final set of votes should always come down to two people. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's say in the same scenario, and I'm gonna keep using this scenario because it's the most realistic scenario I think can happen. Let's say Tulsi Gabbard does run as a complete independent. Tulsi. And she does split the vote. The final vote comes out to Tulsi Gabbard has 2%. Donald Trump has... 50. Another person has 48. Let's just say somebody like Mike Bloomberg. So let's say Tulsi Gabbard has 2%. Donald Trump has 10%. And Mike Bloomberg runs away with the whole total of a lot. <laughs> you said in this scenario, Trump has how many? Ten percent. Ten percent. Okay. So, even though it is that far, that far disparaging, I really think. Well, let, let's redo this. Let's say Tulsi Gabbard gets ten percent. Okay. Donald Trump gets thirty-nine percent. Mike Bloomberg gets 51%. Okay. 39 plus... 39 plus, right. Yeah. So, if you add up the votes, that means that enough votes, enough of a percentage of the votes Tulsi Gabbard had taken would probably... It wouldn't have made a much difference. ...had changed the effect of the election. Not really, because that's still only giving Trump 49. Right, right. Assuming hers But it's that close. It's that close. Right. And I think in a scenario like that, if it's that close, like if it's a five-point swing or whatever, then it should be done again in two. Because I think when it comes down to it, it should only be the last set of votes should come down to two people. You mean like a runoff? Yeah. It should always come down to two people. So I take the opposite approach to that. So I do, to, and I'm against <laughs> splitting the vote. But yeah. Well, so I take the opposite approach to that because I think, I think the country is a little too nuanced for two parties, or for, like for it to come down to just two people, especially when not every party gets a voice throughout the electoral, the electoral process. I mean, when think about it, the presidential election comes down to a debate between two different parties when people get roped into parties that they're not even really a part of. If it's Bloomberg, then it's going to be the same person, just a quiet version <laughs> on the blue side and a loud version on the red side. Like a miraculously a miraculously quiet Trump. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so instead of just saying, we're going to build a wall, he just says nothing? Yeah, he just goes, yeah, we, we might put a wall up. <laughs> Bro, I just found out today how evil his ass is. You just Bloomberg? Yes. Oh nah. Oh yeah. They were talking about. I forgot. All what you I was had to do was pay attention to rap music back in the early 2000s. I, I, I don't know what I was watching this morning. I was getting ready for uh, my other life, and they were talking about stop and frisk, and he just, he was just doubling down on it every time somebody asked him about it. Oh yeah, people don't. That's I was surprised people didn't know that. I understood. I mean, I I knew I knew that it came through under his watch, but I didn't know how strongly he fucking felt about it. And, like, he was saying, like, apparently, like, clearly racist shit. Yeah, if he wasn't mayor, it wouldn't happen. Like, he pushed for that. He put that in place. I was like, damn. I was like, New York, huh? 
<laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so clearly I can't fuck with him. Um but yeah, so I mean, I mean I I th- I kind of think that even even without talking about the electoral cro- uh, pro- college, what the fuck I'm talking about college, our whole voting process is outdated. It is. And that's the only reason why splitting the vote is a problem. I think so I I think that if we have more than one person come in and run for president. I think as many people should run as possible. Yeah. And then I think it should be a process to dwarf it down to two. Right. Because, I mean, think about it. Look at how nuanced the black community is. Like, I've said time and time again that the black community is actually more conservative than it's not. Yeah, and you're, but remember, we're in the Bible Belt. So if you go... To California, the black people are a little bit different there. They're exactly. a lot more liberal. Exactly. We are looked at as probably as like coons to them. <laughs> right. And really because we are as conservative as we are here. Like we grew up conservative. We have the same, except for possibly the way black people are treated, we have almost the same values as most strong conservative Republicans. Right. But see, look what you said, though. Over there, they would look at us like coons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to us, they're a little too... They're a little too Faggity, faggity, faggity. I ain't say all that shit. <laughs> I did not say all that I shit. Just, I just had to do a shocker real quick because I and, knew he was going to say that. And I don't know why he likes coming on my podcast and doing shit like that. <laughs> They are more liberal. They are really... They're, little, they're more wide open than we are. And they're more accepting of things that we are. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying... By we, I mean Southern black people. Like me, I would say that when it comes to like black black issues, I would think... I would probably say a Californian is a little too much with that kumbaya shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so... and But the problem is... Not the problem is, but the issue will become we're all lumped into one voting block. Yeah. And that one voting block gets lumped into liberal shit. Yeah. So if look, if two black candidates come through to the Democratic Party, look, let's say um, Barack Obama Jr. Cory Booker. Okay then. I think uh, I figured that's the joke he was going with. Cause yes. My joke is always Barack Obama light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say he and um, Kamala got up there, and it was between her. Come him on. and mm. let's not even say booty jazz. Let's say you let's just see. want to say booty. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you just wanted to say Kamala and booty right behind each other, huh? Kamala booty. I said it again. That's, that's what you wanted to say. All right. Man, respect to Kamala Harris, man. Booty. That woman is a very capable politician, and I'm not going to reduce her to that. She is. That's why I vote. I was gonna vote for. Her. Is that the only reason why you gonna vote for her? Like to tell the truth, yes. A lot of that She's other stuff was lying. like it was jokes, man. Because that's what everybody thought I was doing. You fucking lying, bro. I'm telling you. But nah, um, actually, out of all twenty of them motherfuckers, <laughs> Kamala was the most qualified person. Twenty you lowballing that in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of all twenty of them, Kamala was the the best candidate out of everybody. Yeah. And 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 and. California black people hated her because right. of the stance her that history, she took. Yeah. yeah, the stance she took on black people as far as going to jail. But again, 
people don't understand politics as well. Right. So I, I get why they don't like her there, but I also understand the politics behind it. Right. But so check it. So let's say it comes down between her, Cory Booker, and Bloomberg. Right. You know, you, you talking about me because you know my stance on old people. I know a stance on a particular type of old person. I don't know your general stance on old oh, nah, people. Oh, no, no, no. Nobody should be 70 years old trying to run a country. Think so? I think so. So like, you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't fuck with Bernie? I wouldn't fuck with... Nah, even though, it, like, when I heard his first speech, I got chills. Yeah. Like, his first speech when he decided he was running this year? Yeah. I got chills. Even though as many people like them like him as like him... If I said that correctly, I, I would not. I would, I would detour from old people, especially old people that have heart attacks, like within the last year. Mm. Like, well, he I mean, might be he, out there debating Donald Trump and have a heart attack right there, and then bam, Donald Trump four more years. You just eliminated like an ass vulture that would do this now too. You know, like yeah. he just lost so many votes listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> This is my personal thing. Like, I wouldn't vote for Bernie. I wouldn't vote for Trump. I wouldn't vote for Bloomberg. I wouldn't vote for Warren. Who else is old as fuck on that stage? I think that's about it. Yeah. And the horrible thing is since Harris is gone, the next one, shit, I might change this Tom Steyer. But it was like Buttigieg. He said a lot of good shit, but... That, Buttigieg is a no, I'm about Tom blank hang canvas. Oh, Tom Steyer. He yeah. said a lot of good shit, but some of it... Long term kind of makes me worry, but let's say those three are up there though: Bloomberg, Kamala, Cory Booker. Right. All right. Who would you vote for? That, your personal feelings for Kamala aside, and your apparently your rage against old people aside from uh, Bloomberg, who do you vote for out of those three? I would vote for Kamala. She's the most qualified she out of cannot, the twenty. He cannot be objective on this. I am objective. <laughs> He went right to Kamala. He didn't even think about that for a second. What is that to think? Like, the next person will be Booker because his stance on um, violence. And that's a perfect example of it, though. Right. Right. So, basically, we just let Bloomberg get... We let Bloomberg get the nomination just because he, black people were split on that. Yeah. it would. Mm-hmm. They would, too, because people would go, oh, even though she... Like, Hillary Clinton. Right. Oh, this is the most qualified person to be on stage. But that's a woman. That shut that shit down. Come on, the same thing. You could see all the cats. I call it, uh, I forgot what it's professionally called, like the professional word for it, but basically it's women don't like women to be in power. I don't think there's any professional way to put that. It's catty. Cat, yeah, catty. Yeah. I mean, that's not the professional word, but that was in the article right behind the professional word that they use. But <laughs> it's, a, it's a professional term for being catty. Yeah, whenever uh, whenever Hillary Clinton was running and uh, there were some articles written about the way women are perceiving her as running. Yeah. Yeah, they use some big, long professional word and then in parentheses, but like catty behavior. <laughs> but again, that's, if you remember, I, I, I've had... I did some research on that myself, and I might have interviewed like 100 women, more than 100 women, at least 100 women I interviewed. Mm-hmm. There was, out of everybody that did not vote for or did not want to vote for, 
Which was Hillary. probably like the out of did yeah, Hillary, the ones that did not want to vote for it was like ninety percent. And the reason being is a woman should not be running for president. Now did Kamala that have like, that own um, problem? It, you could see it starting to come. The closer she got. Yeah, because like the more real it got, the more the, the problem rate is. Yeah. Headed. Like the closer it got, like and then all of a sudden she had to drop out and then people decided. So but, my question is, especially when it comes to combating this, why can't we be more like how the Republicans are? Republicans just pick a guy, and that's it. And I, I'm not even saying we as a liberal. Cause I'm not really liberal. It, it's because of the, well, I'm I'm gonna say no. I'm a Republican. I'm, However, I'm a, I'm a centrist. I'm not GOP Republican. Like that's that's different. Yeah, the racist part of it. Yeah. So yeah, um, and that's why I always say there's a difference between the Republicans and the GOP. Like GOP is made, stemmed, and was born out of racism. So, um, and sexism. Like, I do not understand why there's GOP. Do me a favor, because I haven't did this. Mm -hmm. But whenever you see somebody listed as GOP, take notes. Because every time I remember GOP as a tag, it was a white American male. Then a GOP? And I see Republican up there with... So what's that black dude? Uh, he's in Trump. Else. He was in Trump. He was the director of HUD and Trump's. Um, the the dude is Ben always, Carson. Yeah, the, the one that's the one that always looks sleepy, right? Is it Ben Carson? That's his name. Yeah, I think. Ah, oh, my luggage. That guy. <laughs> yeah. I was like that motherfucker ran for president. <laughs> that dude ran for. That dude um. Got hit for buying a, I forgot how much that table, he bought a table for his office that was worth more than a, a about a year's worth of rent. <laughs> a table? Yeah, yeah. The fuck but, was the table made of? Wood. From the tree of life? Nah, but you know, that should be hand carved and shit. <laughs> fuck that, ain't no yeah. hand carving, ain't that much hand carving in the world that's gonna make me buy that expensive yeah. of a table. But as far as splitting the vote, vote goes, like I, I still think, um, I still think that it is a move that's done by the party that thinks they're gonna lose. So you're saying the opposite, but you think you think Democrats can play dirty like that? I don't think Democrats could play. Well, no, think, because this, this here's only... what Democrats would do. Okay, because in our minds. We are, I said we, in our minds, Republicans are built on rules. Mm -hmm. They like to follow the rules. They like to build rules with loopholes in them so that they can find ways down the line. If they don't like the rule, everybody else follows this rule, but I can go through this rule because it has a loophole that I can do there. So every rule you build has a loophole in it. You don't make a a rule loophole tight. Um, I mean airtight. Loophole type. Well, we'll say airtight. The same thing. Loophole type is something I just invented, but you could say airtight and be regular. <laughs> um, so we have that with Republicans. Democrats are feelings all day. Yeah, I've said that. Which is the Me Too movement is not a bad movement, but here's the difference. Like, if you take the Me Too movement as an example— Liberal people will turn on liberal people mm-hmm. for stuff like rape, which is very serious. This is what you should do. Stuff like rape, stuff like child molestation, which is also rape. 
um, assault, which can also be rape, <laughs> cheating on stuff. Like, liberal people would get at people for that shit. Yeah. Conservative people will, damn it, that's fucked up, but uh, I'm going to support him. So he may have raped somebody, but he will cut taxes. Yeah. Yeah. He might He, he might have tried to rape a girl with his homeboy and make her do some things, the devil's triangle, but we still want him to be our Supreme Court justice. No, he may grab him by the pussy. No, we still want him to be president because that's the one that we got. Like, we don't have anything to vote else to vote for. We should have found this out earlier so we could put somebody else in there. But, yeah, it's crazy. So, rules. If that was Democrat, if them, if Donald Trump was a Democrat and he was running against, like, oh, he'd have been out the box real quick. Mitt Romney. Yeah. And he was, and that came out on him. And no, shout out to Mitt you, Romney, too, man. <laughs> you know how many people would have voted red that was blue? Right. Yeah. It would have been a runaway. Uh, for a second, though, let's stop. Shout out to Mitt Romney, man. Shout out to OG Republicans. Yeah. All right. The Mitt Romneys and uh, the John McCain's made rest in pieces of the world, man. Like, who just. They just disagree. That's all it is. Yeah. That's what John McCain said. He's, he's a nice family man. Only thing we do is disagree about some few things, but he is a nice, upstanding family man. I think I did a good impression. That was a terrible impression. I did? Okay, fuck that. That was not me trying to be an impressionist, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but still, the problem is, the, the question is fixing this problem, though. Because, again, like you said, once one side falls victim to it because they're so emotional about everything. I don't think it's anything that could be fixed. We probably need new parties. We need multiple parties. New party? Or or a different concept from what's called first past the post. First and past the post? We should definitely discuss that after the next break. That nigga beat me to my closing again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a god this nigga. <laughs> Every time I get ready to close for a break, he does that. My bad. <laughs> god, I'm gonna throw the damn phone at you in a second. <laughs> Let's go to break, man. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, thank you. Because I was looking at it and I was like, man, are we ever gonna go to break? You did good there, boss. Hey, y'all. This is Kelly. And this is Amy. And this is our podcast, In Your Shoes, recording out of Lynx Recording Studios in Somerville, South Carolina. Need advice on love, parenting, money, success, or anything else life has thrown your way? We are your girls. You ask, we tell, and we give it to you straight. Visit our Facebook page, In Your Shoes, the podcast, to ask your questions. If you want to remain anonymous, submit your questions in Messenger. Find us on iTunes, at Distraction Network, or any place you can download your podcast for free. That's In Your Shoes, the podcast. I N Y O parentheses you are parentheses dash the podcast on facebook and messenger i forgot the word shoes shit but you need to start dating so we're gonna move right past that in a first past the post election just to give you an example of what's going on wait a minute let me clear that up you need to start dating women and i wasn't i said that because i don't want them to think that i was saying that you need to start dating me you could date men too if you want to, but who the fuck? Well, first, no. First of all, who <laughs> just the fuck thought me. he was talking about yours? I just need to make sure because you know, in my mind, everything is about me. Bruh, do I look like a dog to you? 
<laughs> you sure you want me to answer that question? <laughs> Fuck you, bro. <laughs> um. Anyway, pause. Oh, by the way, um. So, first past the post election for all of those who don't know what that is. Like so, me. So in the first past the post election, voters are given a list of candidates and are permitted to vote for only one of them. If you agree with moderate ideas, you must select only one moderate candidate, even if they are there are many candidates in the race you approve of. Because of this, the first past the post inhibits voter expression. Uh, your vote must say, quote, I agree with this candidate 100 percent. And I disagree with all other candidates, end quote. This is simply not accurate enough for most Americans. And this is from Medium.com, courtesy of Ben Chapman. So first pass the post. Right. So basically, the concept is you get a list of candidates. We can only vote for one. And until that person either gets the most when the election is called or he passes that number. In this case, the electoral college, which you need like 177. Yeah, I think it was like two fifteen. Oh, this like number stuck out my head. Two seventy one. I don't know why this number stuck in my head. So basically, you keep running until you get to two seventy one, and that's the election. Okay. Problem being, what if? Well, we saw it in the last election. I can only vote for one candidate that I agreed with. What if I didn't agree with the other candidate? And I'm not talking about this candidate. I'm. I'm I'm tolerant of this candidate, like Biden. I don't fully agree. I didn't fully agree with Biden, but I was willing to tolerate him because I thought he could beat Trump. Right. So right. by that logic, I was only you able to. You're talking about last election. Talk about during this election before this election. Iowa, okay. Before Iowa happened. But I didn't like I said. I don't really fuck with Biden. I just knew that if we wanted Donald out of office, Biden was the guy that we had to go with. I'm still not confident in Buttigieg. I think Bernie can get him. But like you said, what you said earlier, and I'm not saying that right. you did that. A lot of people could be turned off by the fact that Bernie is old. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> I think what's turning people off from Bernie is that he's a socialist Democrat. Like, there's a lot of socialism in that, especially in a country that doesn't realize how socialist it is. So, Say that again. Especially in a country that doesn't realize how socialist it is. Right, right. Because right. you got all these people, these former saying. We don't like socialism in our country. All right. Well, next time you ask me, but Rob, but the but, but please, please, please send me that uh, displacement check. Right. <laughs> yeah, and that's the funniest shit. Like next time you get robbed, don't call the cops. Then. Right. When your house gets set on fire, don't call the fire department. Right. And don't send your kid to public schools. I hope you can afford a private education. Right. So, basically. As far as trying to fix this, if we can't, if we can't allow more candidates, why not do like how they do in the, the Heisman voting, where you don't whittle, you don't whittle it down, you allow first, second, and third place votes. Say all of that again because I got disturbed by my phone. Okay, so basically. Why not do like in the Heisman elections and sport the college football? Okay, where they allow first, second, and third place votes. Like so, tiered voting. Tiered voting. Like I think, like basically, I think out of out of these guys, going back list, to Kamala, yeah, Terrence, is Terrence Booker, Cory Booker, Cory Booker, and damn, 
that shows right there why he he, he was not going to win. Bloomberg. I'm not. I don't even know who the fuck Terrence Booker is. That's my homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> so you confused Terrence uh, Court. Damn, you got me seeing it. You got you confused Court Booker with your homeboy. My homeboy Terrence Booker. <laughs> you know what, man? Maybe that's a positive for Court Booker. <laughs> he seems like yeah. he seems like the homie. Yeah, yeah, he does seem like the homie. I think, um, I think my advice to him would be to loosen up. Or, uh, I don't know. I don't have an advice for him. He had Obama's. I think he's too black. Really? Not for me. I think he had, he seemed to have all the bad points of Barack, but none of the good points. I think they might be the same people. However. Barack tried to get back in there? Corey <laughs> shows a lot more blackness than Barack did. You have to show me some evidence of that one. So first of all, nobody really knew who Barack was when he started running. Right. He was very professional every bit of the time, all the way through. Every once in a while, he'll do something to let us know he has some N-word in him. Like, uh, I think he sung part of a song sometime. He said something about listening to Jay-Z before, like while he was running. And he played basketball instead of go- um, golfing. Yeah, yeah. And then he got elected president, and then he started showing more. Right. But in the stage now, before presidency, yeah, Cory Booker was showing all kind of people uh, what he was. Okay. So. I had to go look, look, go back and look at that. Yeah. But I think. Look it, at the interview that he did right around the corner from his house with, I think it was CNN. We must have saw two different Cory Bookers. Because the Cory Booker I, they, I, that was always shown to me, at least, was always kind of stiff. And it always came off like he was trying. Like Barack never like, seen. Yeah, and these people be around this corner. They be around this corner. Shoot, this is right around the corner from my house. And this is where that girl got shot the other week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said that. <laughs> you might as well say that. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> but um, but they go with tier, like you said, with tier voting, you can do so it. So I will get to say, number one. I will vote Kamala Harris. Number two, if Kamala Harris isn't the one, my second tier will be, uh, what's that girl name? Cory Booker. And then Bro, I will you put, said what that girl name and said Cory Booker. He's not a girl? No. Well, it's 2020. I shouldn't judge. I shouldn't even assume <laughs> things. And if not, then Bloomberg. So then in tier voting, what they do, I guess, is they take, like, if you have one vote, you get a 10. Yeah, it's like point a two zero. vote will be a five. And a uh, three vote would be like a two and a half. Right, because they that, add all that shit up, and whoever has the biggest number. Right, because right? what it what it does is what that would do. It would, it would give you an idea of how strongly people actually feel about the candidates. Right, right. You're not you're not shackled into a choice of this or that. You won't have them shackles on your feet. The hell is that from? Genuine. I guess you owe oh, me some. That song, when I think about Cycles it. on your feet. That song's kind of random. Him and Nas. Yeah. You owe Nas. You owe Genuine. You owe Timberland. You owe me. Yeah, I like that song. It might be a good song, but it's like the movie Cats. I'm like, why? I don't understand Cats. I've never seen anything about cats. All I know. I is didn't that even see the movie. I, I was I was familiar with the play. I ran from cats. 
I was familiar with the play. I never seen it. But when the movie came out, I was like, why? Yeah, I should stay on Broadway. And that's how it was what you owe me. It was like, it's a good song, but What's why? What's your favorite genuine song? I never listened to the whole album of his, but um, same OG. Even though I'm not the same Every time I drink a 40 is when I want to drink that 40. That's my mm-hmm. shit, man. Okay, okay, my favorite. So he has an album called Strong. Something. Strong second through is um, I think differences. My whole life has changed. My whole life that has changed. That was a strong change. too. Since you came in, I knew back then. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Strong three is in in those jeans. And see that? That lets you know right there. Yeah. Right there. That tiered voting. Mm-hmm. That's that you, that's what I was thinking about. Right. That lets you know right there. The genuine I like is more the in the reflective genuine. Right. That lets you know what kind of music I'm into. The more self-reflective music. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, if I had to, if you had to lock me into a box and you say you got two choices, Princess, Pony or In Those Jeans. Right. What if I don't like Pony like that? What if I like? What if I like um the um same OG? Yeah, I feel you. Uh, then then you got to pick. Pony. I think anybody's gonna pick Pony. I mean, I think Pony. You pick Pony because it's a cliche. Yeah, but that's the, like that's like not, that's like voting on Tupac songs and not picking what California Love. California Love. I take it back. Keep your head up. Look how nuanced that is. Yeah. Look how nuanced that is. Music. I I can't be subjective, but I can't be objective about that. Music is different when it comes to everything. Yeah. Um. So. Um, when we get off, I must send you, not when we get off, but when we yeah, are pause. done with this podcast, I will show you an album Genuine did post-fame, and it's probably his best album. He has a song called Show Me The Way. Ooh, well, I might be a little bit biased because that, that album is the song, it's, that album is the album that me and my wife uses. <clears throat> this nigga here. Or used to use. So... <laughs> we broke the CD. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I'm glad I now know that. But now nah, I'm gonna let you listen to that album, though. It was, I mean, I'm gonna give you this thing so you can download that album. Um, didn't he Gene One Tank have like a not Gene One? He Tyrese and Tank have yeah. Like they a had a super break. group, but Gene One got kicked out of it. Because of Tyrese, right? There wasn't his beef between him and Tyrese? Something like that. Tyrese is a, a womanly man. A what? A womanly man. He has too many feelings. He just wants his baby. I want my baby. You can't tell me that beef with The Rock wasn't like the most random beef you ever heard in your life. That's why I call him a woman. Like, I'm not going to bash a man for crying over his daughter because something very similar happened to me. Yeah. But... Like, man, you got too many feelings. You want to fight everybody. I know what I, I will say I agree with him on something. I do think what that, that he, everybody I think that he and Ludacris need a, a Fast and Furious spinoff. I think he's jealous because somebody else is getting money. Well, he pretty much said as much. Yeah. So. But he is right, though. Like, why don't I do a shared universe between Fast and Furious? Get. It's just kind of like Marvel. Kind of like that. You get the Vin Diesel movie, which is like the old school Fast and the Furious movie. You get the um, the, the 
the Ludacris Tyrese movie, which is like a con that man, man movie. ain't Ludacris. Woo, in the public bathroom, in the back of the classroom. However you want it, lover, lover, go tap that ass soon, because I smash him and bash him, and it ain't good, then I... <laughs> hey, Ludacris was a shit back then. He did sneak this T.I., though, but... He ain't sneak. You, ain't, you could be on the T. I peel this dick. According to T.I., T.I. didn't know that shit was coming, man. <laughs> T.I. dissed them first, though, on the same song. And they just do T.I. verse out because it was suck. It sucked. It sucked. In comparison, I mean, Luda jumped on that shit. We and Luda heard his verse and then came with that shit. And then, yeah. We so bleed in the future. I think it was unfair. <laughs> we bleed into that. You're real, man. <laughs> All right, so I mean, basically, fixes for it. What do you think uh, for um, for vote splitting? For vote splitting, I think if a third candidate comes in, and this is what I said in the beginning. I think if a third candidate comes in, then after the voting is done, it should be tallied on whether that person made an impact on the vote enough to change the uh, outcome. Okay, so assume, and I w- I will personally give it a five point curve. Five so point curve. if it comes to within five points, then you have to rerun the election with only the two that that was winning. So if in in that same scenario, Tulsi comes in and she takes fifty percent of the votes, and let's say Tulsi comes in and then it's thirty three, thirty five, thirty one. The 31 is Bloomberg. Right. And let's say that because I, I believe that this was to happen, the Republicans would should, should be working on the Republican behalf. But then let's say after that, then the top two was Tulsi and Donald Trump. They need to have a runoff. Okay. So why not the, taking that and, and expanding it? Why not instead of just having at least one party – having a, a primary, why not we do the whole thing as one single primary, and then you just keep voting people off, like like voting them off the island, so to speak? Isn't that what we do? Well, we kind of let them quit themselves, kind of like the Marines. Right. So after every time we do a primary, people drop off. Right. So I'm saying, like, okay, let's say 2020 hits, January 1st, 2020 hit. Everybody, there's a deadline. From the 1st to the 7th, anybody who wants to run can declare themselves. It doesn't matter okay. what party you're with. You all because we all going in that same bucket, right? And then let's say from what that's eleven twenty two. So you may want to have some way three to four primaries a month. And after every primary, everybody votes. Everybody votes. The person with the least amount of votes, you out of there. Are you talking about not primaries, but uh, what you call them? Shit, debates. Yeah, not even primaries, debates. You debate, okay. then everybody, you all debate, you give everybody fair time, right? Even if you guys split the debates up throughout the week, then pretty much you um you have your election on the end of the week, and then next week you announce, hey, okay, candidate X had the least amount of votes, get your ass out of here. And then you do it again next week, or do it again next month. So in this case, you had the president come on and like, you had the least amount of votes, you're fired. And then he goes back into his presidential candidate. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess it's very, it's very reality show is. But think about how strong of a, uh, think about how strong of a president that person who wins has to be at that point. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, he outlasted what? I guess this year it'd have been like twenty. Yeah, you no, know, thirty-eight. Uh, it was yeah. like thirty-eight people for real. It was ask the people. I stopped counting at the ten. I said, "Holler at me when the shit gets down to five. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so they still ain't hollering yet. Apparently not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think that is. I think I'd be, either that or the tiered voting. Yeah, tier voting um, through the scholars. I think tier voting was the one that they voted as the best. Or that paper that I read said would be the best route to go. Right. So I would go with tier voting, just okay. because it does sound better than what was the other way that you said it. Um, I guess runoffs. You just like a one a year long runoff. I think the 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 year long runoff would work. Like an elim- like an elimination style. But what's the first one that you mentioned after we came back from the first break? Uh, the first past the post. Yeah, first past the post. I would throw that one out, but because it, it just it just it constricts people too much. Right, right. In uh, America, you don't want to constrict anything, especially a black man with constrictive underwear. So, uh, and on that note, I'm gonna do this before he get, beats me to it, and I get to do this to you. So, holiday, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, uh, you can find me. It's St. Louis, smoking no bud, <laughs> sipping no... <laughs> I shit ran in my head as soon as I said that shit. <laughs> you can find me, Holiday4000 on Twitter, Holiday.x on Instagram, or you can just log on www.distractionnetwork.com and check everything we do out there. And yeah, I know y'all can find me at Manta Moose of the Seventh on Twitter. Uh, click on the Patreon page, subscribe, um, and... Um, Y'all take it easy, y'all. Where where can they find that Patreon page at, though? Oh shit! It's um at distraction uh distraction network. You have a Patreon page that says distraction network. Yeah, but you can find it when you click on the video on distraction network. The who? When you click on the video for the distraction network, you can find the Patreon page there. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, you gotta show me this later. Yeah, I showed you that already. You've been posting the link with it uh, all the time. This whole time. I knew that. Right. Yeah. So basically, if you go to, if you check out the notes, if you're listening on iTunes or Google Play, if you check out the notes, or you go on www.distractionnetwork.com, check out the notes on the podcast you're listening to. Right. And there will be a Patreon link. You could click there. And support the channel, support the page. Support the channel, support the page, give that nigga his, I mean, give that man his money. I didn't mean to call you a nigga, man. I do 10 push-ups. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this has uh, been Distractions uh, Network. This is Discussions with Tez. Uh, recording here at Lynx Recording Studios in Somerville, South Carolina. So once again, peace. We out this motherfucker. All right, so that's it for us here at Lynx Recording Studios in Somerville, South Carolina. Y'all can catch me on Twitter at Mansa Musa the Seventh, or catch me at uh, www.distractionnetwork.com forward slash discussions. Y'all be good. Peace. <laughs>